and you're done. <laughs> and and you might you might read that whole series of books, and every single one of them is a snack book where you're just like it's like you ate a bag of potato chips in one sitting. Um, and then other books where you're like that was very good. It took me eight months to read it, and I'm glad that I did it. But my tummy hurts now. <laughs> Um, and, and this one I'd say feels to me more like a really good sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm weird, but it does. <laughs> I felt satisfied and happy afterward. <laughs> um, but it wasn't, I'm not going to write a thesis on it. <laughs> that analogy would have been so more fitting if we had done edibles instead of wine. <laughs> but <laughs> I get it. It makes sense. Yes. yes. Um, and it made me think of there's actually a term for those snack-like books because nope. but I can't think of what the term is right now and if I remember or if you don't think of it while I'm talking about it I'll put it up on the screen um, but it's for like the cheap quickly made books and they did a lot with YA books before YA became popular right um, and they were they were series books a lot of times too. Yeah. And it, it makes me think of um, a little bit like romance novels. Uh-huh. Uh, romance novels tend to be a bit of a snack book. They're usually not too intense, involved, and, and they're generally very formulaic. It also makes me think of when I read um, Janet Ivanovich's books, which were the um, W. Plum novels. Um, they're, they're fun, they're funny, um, but if you binge them, you find that formula pretty quickly it's still entertaining to mm. read but it, it it does get to the, it gets a little bit to the point where you've had too much sugar and and so they're much better if you only read them as they're released right you know like even if you're you're gosh they're like 23 years into this book series or oh, something right. like that so it's like you need to you need to pace yourself don't read three a week with that i kind of feel that way with any type of series books like um every series i read no matter how good a quality it is you can only read so many of them before you're like, okay, I need something different. Yeah, yeah, and I think, yeah, I think you're right. There comes a point, because even the best authors, you, even, honestly, even if it's not a series, most authors have a sort of certain formula. I mean, we're millennia into the written word, mm -hmm. and tens of thousands of years into stories. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, we tend to go to the same sorts of storylines over and over again. And so it's very normal, I think, to see that formula pop back up. It's when an author can take the formula mm -hmm. um, and turn it into something really unique that I think is super interesting. Which, going back to the book, it actually, because it, it brings in a different culture than you'll see a lot of times, and it's set in the 1950s, and it is a gothic book, but it doesn't follow that exact formula the whole way through, in my opinion. I don't know if you felt that way. Sure, I'm not a gothic expert, so I'm going to roll <laughs> with it, yeah. I, I felt, especially the ending, because you talked about the ending, the ending really makes it not quite a typical True, gothic, because yeah. it's a little more, and I don't have to give it away, but it's a little more happily ever after than you typically find in a gothic. It's not truly it's happily almost, ever after. I was almost going to say a little different. <laughs> I mean, it's so much... <laughs> my idea of a gothic, you know, most of the time there's that little romantic interest that ends pretty well. I mean, if you look at Jane Eyre, it ends with a happily ever after. Ooh. So, like, Jane Eyre is... Um, one where, yeah, you know, spoilers for Jane Eyre, it's only 200 years old, uh, there's, <laughs> um, 
Yes, he's blinded at the end. They went through this whole thing. The, the house burned down. He's got this whole other estate that they get to live in, so it's fine. <laughs> um, but it's uh, it's it's sweet. They end up together. The love interests end up together. I've never read Wuthering Heights, honestly, because there comes a point where selfish people just piss me off. Well, and I, I think um, the Jane Eyre is more of like a romantic gothic, whereas this is more like the horror gothic. True. Good so point, yeah. when I was comparing this, I was comparing it a lot to Southern gothic type stories. Because mm. a lot of what we're exposed to in movies and stuff like True. that are more of a... Because the South has that old... Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, American South is, is and you the get idea little, of that old yeah. haunted... You get that with the New England area, too. I think there's a lot of gothic stories and movies and everything set in New England as well. New England has the fog, the South has the moss. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It made me think of, and I can't remember what that movie is, like Skeleton Key or something like that, where it's that hoodoo one, and she goes to work in the house. Yeah, yeah. Uh uh-huh. It made me think of that, and it had a lot of that feel, but it it doesn't have, because it went horror, it is a horror, I will warn you on that one, definitely a horror. Yeah. it was a little too happily ever after at the end for that. Yeah, a little bit, uh, and it, it brought it. Uh, are we gonna do spoilers? We're gonna try not to do spoilers, but warning: some things we say may be a little spoiler-ish. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to entirely avoid that because when you're talking about something, it's hard not to. But um, to me, in the end, you had that. Yes, they got a little happily ever after. Um, but there was that hint. Right, and that's that, why I didn't... Yeah. It's not a full-on happily ever after. Yeah. But it could be. The, not everything <laughs> is wrapped up in a pretty little package. And, no. and, you know, there's definitely some questions at the end where you're like, well, what about X? And, and what yeah. happens if... But at least the possibility you know? that nothing is wrong and they really are yeah. having a happy ever after. everything is fine, this Whereas, is be okay. I think a lot of certain gothics have a little more of an edge of a, yeah, this person's possessed, or this person is actually right. this, or this person, and the, but the other characters don't know that, but that's the end. Now I feel like we're just not educated enough in traditional gothic to really compare in that sense. Yeah, and we're also drinking, so, you know, the fact that we're having intelligent conversations while half a bottle in I don't know. Actually, this is... A little more than half a bottle because we started a different bottle for We you. did. Um, <laughs> granted, though, I have many intelligent conversations when I'm drunk. I don't yes, know I've been told. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm a motivational speaker when I'm drunk. <laughs> Just ask my friends. No. There are video and sound recordings of me giving motivational speeches. I, I can have quite an existential conversation when I am way too trashed. Yeah, I remember in high school being told some guy looked at me and he goes, you're a smart drunk. <laughs> okay. I am either just the epitome of ignorance and stubbornness when I'm drunk, <laughs> or I am enlightened and uh, like <laughs> like a little guru. Um, and there's not a lot of in between. Yeah, for me, it's, it's the, I, I talk about things in a very academic or intellectual mm-hmm. sort of way. I remember words I cannot remember. Yes, yeah, yeah my brain fog kind of disappears yes. when I'm drunk. But that's also where the motivational comes from. So when I get like... I was just thinking maybe that is why mommies love wine so much, <laughs> is that baby brain fog finally clears. Because <laughs> right. I'm sorry, if you're a new mom, that brain fog never New really mom, goes that's... Away. <laughs> yeah, I think that, that brain fog starts when you're pregnant. It's Don't true. go drinking. When no, you're I, I actually remember the day that the brain fog hit. <laughs> 
I, I, have, I have fibro, so I have brain fog anyways. It's a million times worse now that I am a mom. Yeah. Well, now that I'm a mom. Nine years into being a mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now. <laughs> it never gets better. No. It only gets worse. It gets <laughs> different. I'll give you that. It's not... <laughs> so back to the book. True story. Okay, mm-hmm. one thing I thought when I was reading this that we would both end up loving is the main character is an anthropologist. Yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I have, we both have degrees in anthropology. Yeah. I was first. She followed in my footsteps. What can I say? Uh, uh, that's only because I got a background in theater first. So, uh, so she learned to sew first. I learned how to sew second. And I was more academically advanced than she was for a little while. Now yeah, for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> Master's degree. <laughs> I have to toot my own horn. You know what, home. though? Just so you know, our it's absolutely is- useless. All yeah. of it. All of it. Uh, mm-hmm. True story. It makes uh, it so we can work in an office, and that's about it. We have a degree for customer service. Mm-hmm. I got. I had to work at McDonald's after I got my my anthropology degree. That was my first job. That would actually hire me. I've worked in. I was the epitome of the. I have a liberal arts degree. Would you like fries with that? Yeah. You know what, though? I still love having my degree. I do, It costs way too damn much money. Not at all having to do with the book. Not even a little bit. But if you expected that from drunk people, then you are on the wrong <laughs> place. So our reviews will probably have a lot of personal commentary about nothing having to do with whatever we're reviewing. If you don't like that, then go away. <laughs> but if you like Don't go people, away. Watch our video. Please. <laughs> Well, I mean, they gotta like us to like us. If they don't like us, then I Yeah, be nice. But watch our video, please. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna read the negative comments. Because why waste your time with that? No. Yeah. I work retail. I'm not gonna add to that. I'm actually having an issue where uh, people on my art pages are leaving negative comments. So I block them. Because who wants to deal with that crap? There's no reason. If you don't like it, you don't have to be here. And that's fine. We're not making anyone stay. Yeah. And if you're not giving me constructive criticism, if you're not giving me constructive criticism, I don't give a damn. There's so. helpfulness and there's being a jerk. And that's the dog. I <laughs> Now that could be the food. <clears throat> so we're gonna attempt to talk about the book. <clears throat> <laughs> Again. Again. So, what I actually really enjoyed about this book, in a lot of different ways, um, is the main character, she is, um, for lack of a better word, or one that fits really well in the time frame, she's sassy. <laughs> and, um, even though I think in certain ways there's a little bit of a cliche with her in the fact that she she's doesn't know what she wants, she jumps around, um, which serves the story in certain ways mm-hmm. by making her feel like she's discredited her, her own self to her family. Um, so it makes sense. It's just... Um, you know, I think it's also kind of a little bit tropey, right? Um, for women, for w- women, do it too. In our own stories, we do that all the time, where we kind of discredit the main character and and discredit her to herself. Um, and it's probably something that we do to ourselves as well. 
um, in reality. But um, at the same time, she's also really strong and powerful. So it, like, she has these second thoughts like, yeah, I know I'm kind of flaky, but she's also not really willing to to sacrifice right. what she wants and, and and quite aware of of herself and what she wants, which I think is really nice. She you know, when it comes to men and stuff like that, she knows that she's a player and she's cool with it. Like she's like, I know what he is and what I am and what we are not together. Mm. And it's fine. It doesn't bother her. She's not trying to fit into particularly a conservative nineteen fifties persona she's trying to be um she's trying to be herself which i think is really a nice a nice thing to see yeah i had mixed feelings because i don't remember if it actually technically passed the Bechdel test it, like if it did it barely did mm. um but at the same time it fits with the story because that's part of what causes a lot of the the horror actually mm -hmm. a lot of the discomfort a lot of that that underlying feeling of that she is stuck in a situation with these men and that it's all really like her her, her, her serving yeah, yeah them serving the, the men that is the icky factor yeah. to a certain degree well, which no, i get yeah, why absolutely. they have it yeah but then at the same time part of me is like I'd like a little more something that didn't have to do with that part though but yeah. i get why it's there yeah and, it, and you know and that's the thing is it's like no it doesn't necessarily fit in this sense of like she's 100% independent of her own and blah 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 but it, it wasn't an option right you yeah. know in 1950s Mexico 1950s anywhere in the world it wasn't really an option yeah but you might and that's that's something that I went back and forth on in my head is that yes the setting and the culture and everything that they're there that it's set in um, it makes sense, mm -hmm. but we've had these conversations before with things that are like books set in Victorian times and stuff like that, mm -hmm. where did they didn't pass the Beckman test. I know which but, book you're talking about, and it's very different. Well, but at the same very time, very different. And like as far as this book goes, yes, it is different. But at the same time, her thoughts never went away from that subject either. Even when she would come around to be like college, college book boys. College, well, but my marriage requirements. Well, College, I think that's the my... thing, too, though. If you were a woman of that, particularly of that class in the 1950s, if your college education was very much tied up in your marriage prospects, right, so the two could not separate. The book that you were thinking of, every thought was a romantic thought. It was not just that's the fact that... That's because romance, so it kind of made sense. Still entertaining. <clears throat> And still a strong female character. Yes. Yes. Um. <laughs> you just didn't like that she was so wrapped up in the guy. Yeah. Um, it, it, it was not the same. And <laughs> <laughs> this one to me didn't feel in the same aspect where it wasn't. And in particular, you know, it wasn't like, oh, I need to be with X called Hey So Cute. It was more like, well... Mom doesn't want me to go to college. She doesn't want me to get my advanced degrees. Mm -hmm. In particular, she doesn't want me to change subjects and get an advanced degrees because it's a waste of time, which is what almost every woman who would have been sent, who would have been considering a master's and a PhD right. at the time, would have had that same yes. internal conversation. 
So that, that to me is the difference between it being like, but I love him so much and I want to be yeah, with but him. She kind of started having that issue if he wants the creepy brother. Yeah. She did start to rely on one character at one point, and mm -hmm. you're just like, first of all, like, I have notes. If you, I don't know if you guys can all see my wonderful little blue notes that I made in the book. Because um, I didn't write it, that would have been sinful. Um, but I put sticky notes. Um, where you're sitting there going, is he good? Is he bad? You know, and and uh, I'm not going to give that away whether he's good or bad. But there is a turn where I knew that they were going to come to. Right. The, the switcheroo they were going to play. Mm -hmm. Um... I figured I, I figured that one might be coming a bit earlier on, and I thought they were going to pull it off, though. I was kind of wondering, yeah, if I did that, I was, that one I was expecting. I was also wondering about, there was at least one other character that I was like, are they going to end up actually being good guys? I mean, they're brats, but, or like they're not a very nice person, but they might be good. No, 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 that's not a good person. <laughs> the... I don't want to say because I just gave away. Well, there's only like five characters, so it's really hard. If you say anything, you're gonna give away which character it's gonna be. Is it so? Wait, hold on. I'm counting how many characters there are. One, two, four, five, six, seven, and then the doctor. If you kind of count him, and yeah. the lady in the village. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's nine. Maybe nine. And then the ten. dad. Yeah, but the dad doesn't count. Oh, he's in Mexico there, City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Just oh, I gave it away. Dad stays in Mexico City. Um, but <laughs> it so you know, like I said, it's kind of like a really good sandwich. It's oh, technically, there sandwich. is another character, but you don't realize it's a character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. You don't realize that. I mean, technically, I guess technically, there's like to go okay. No, all right, we're getting too technical on what's considered a character at this point. They were people with emotions and had thoughts mm -hmm. at some point. Apparently at all points, actually. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, that when she started talking to the mm -hmm. one, yeah. They continued to have thoughts. Um, even though she wasn't really there and she even says that. So I guess we should give a, a little bit of a brief overview more on what, what the blurb is, too. You know what I mean? Just so they have an idea. Oh, what It's not just that. Yeah. So, excuse uh, me. <laughs> I forgot the main character's name. We're a bottle and a half in. Expect no I know. Um, I feel like I haven't. But had wine is that way. I've always said wine is fine. You just get real talkative, and we're you don't getting have into to... the tequila next. Yeah. Uh, you don't realize that you're drunk on wine until you stand up, and you're like, wow. <laughs> My legs feel funny. I usually have to be two little <laughs> bottles in before I have that. My legs feel funny and she would one. Yeah, well, the nice thing for me is I'm a cheap drunk on wine and beer. I'm not a cheap drunk on wine. I'm a cheap drunk on hard alcohol. No, see, I'm a, I am not a cheap drunk on hard alcohol, and I am a dangerous drunk on hard alcohol. Because it I takes like it an hour for it to hit in. Be cheap because you pay a lot more, more for, for one that. cup. That's true. Yeah. So even, I mean, no it's way, so, no like I get, I'm okay if I'm out drinking and I have a couple shots. That's no. enough for me. No way. If I'm drinking to get drunk though, I'm scary. Yeah. She can attest. I've seen it once. <laughs> um, and, and nobody we had believed me. Really hungover. I stopped counting after 16. 
most people stop counting after 16. <laughs> so, so we're talking about the book. <laughs> and the basic plot line of the book, the initial plot line at least, is that uh, Noemi, the main character, and I'm sorry if I don't pronounce that correctly, it's an unfamiliar name for mm. me. She, uh, uh, her father gets her to go visit her cousin who was married to a, rather quickly, to a man that the family was not very familiar with, and her cousin has written a very mysterious and very confusing letter that has him worried. So he sends, sends Noemi to visit her, um, and Noemi has married an English man whose family has migrated to Mexico. Was it English? I thought they were Spanish. They were English. Oh. Okay, I apparently... Anna didn't read the book. <laughs> I read it, but we read it really fast to make the video, so... Yeah, that's why I made sticky notes, because I also know that if I read something very fast, then I forget. I enjoy it very much at the moment, and then by two days later, I'm like, I don't remember that part. <clears throat> like, uh, I read the fourth Harry Potter in, like, eight hours. I probably did, too. Yeah, and then, like, a year later, Jess, my best friend, asked me, um... Or we were watching the movies or something, or before the movie came out, and she was like, "Yeah, and Cedric, or whatever, I don't even remember what was that. Uh, yeah, sorry, Harry Potter. Cedric is Cedric. Cedric dies, and I'm like, somebody died, and she's like, did you read the book? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> he really Too wasn't quickly. that important. It wasn't vital to the story at all. Yeah. If he hadn't died, maybe he wouldn't have gone on to become a sparkly vampire, but... Things, wow, that's a better world. Mm. Don't, better please world. don't kill us for making fun of I know a lot of people who watch these book reviews are big Twilight fans. Look, you can enjoy any book, any story that you like. It, it is... It's totally fine. I have read some stuff that I guiltily love, and I still guiltily love it. I read all of the Twilight books, mm -hmm. and Me I too. do feel guilty about it. Um, I feel like I wasted my time because I was expecting something else, and it never came. Yeah. I, I started reading and realized a hundred and some odd pages that we hadn't gotten past character development in the first book. And then it was just a shock and awe treatment for the rest of the series. Um, but we're not supposed to be reviewing Twilight. No. Um, we're just saying. We're not. Enjoy what you enjoy. Okay. We do not judge you for that. We okay. do not necessarily but agree. We do not have to agree. <laughs> and that's fine. <laughs> that's why there are many, many books out in the world. This one's a good one, though. Yes. Um, <laughs> we definitely encourage this one. Yeah. It's very well written, very good story. Um, if you like horror, it definitely has more of that psychological horror, but he's definitely really creepy with certain parts. Um, yeah. I will say if you have issues with, with sexual assault or anything like that. Or, oh, yeah. Um, and one thing that made me kind of icky is I hate eugenics because I know the yeah. background behind it having studied anthropology. Mm -hmm. So, eugenics plays an important part in this. Um, you should hate eugenics. Yeah, everybody should hate eugenics. You should hate eugenics. But, like, for some people it's more of a theoretical hatred, and for me it kind of really just makes my it stomach hurt. It should be a visceral hatred, hatred. And if and, you don't know why, read up on it. It's nasty. And she does, like, it's, it's not that she's proponent oh, God, for no. eugenics. It is part of what makes this a horror. Mm -hmm. So, 
just a warning, there are things in here that could trigger some people. So uh, I would assume that if you have triggers, you are already aware to avoid things that are horror-based. Yeah. Because they try to... They, 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 they I mean, horror picks up your triggers. That's kind of the, the genre uh, vibe. But, but I think it handles it really well. Um, it's not about being gross and being disgusting and being in your face like if some horror is. It's meant to make you think. Yeah. It's meant to get into your brain and kind of mess with you a little. Yeah, and you know, for me, I do tend to be a little bit more susceptible, oddly enough, in my older years than in my younger years to... Uh, it's having kids. I can't, I can't watch, but for me it is, I can't watch horror or crime shows anymore because then I'm like, those poor kids, poor kids, what if they're my kids? Well, that's why I can't watch the criminal shows anymore, but like horror, I I don't know what happens, but my, my brain goes too crazy and I have nightmares. So this did not cause nightmares, which I was happy about, but it was very entertaining and still edge of your seat. Like, it wasn't something that I was like, I put it away and I was like, well, the light will be on tonight. <laughs> um, it was definitely like, well, I did not enjoy that thought. <laughs> Good night. Like, and put it down. Um, I did not like mold before. <laughs> really don't like mold now. That shows up really <clears throat> early, so we're not giving up. too much away. The mold's very... creepy, it mm -hmm. remains creepy. <clears throat> Uh, I don't know. I think I think I've said it better. Like I think we've gone into things without giving away spoilers. That was the big thing. I think yeah. we go into more. Uh, yeah, I think with this book in particular, I think there are certain books where you can come out and say like a little bit more and give a little bit more detail. But with this book in particular, one since there's only like seven functional yes. characters, um, I'll agree to that. <laughs> If you mention anything about any of them, it gives away an aspect of the story. If you, it's, it's, and that, that speaks to how well written it is, is that everything has a purpose. Right. Everything that happens, every character that exists in there, they're not just there as filler. They have a purpose. They play into the plot. They play into the plot twists. Mm -hmm. And so it's really hard to discuss it without giving anything away. Right, which probably doesn't make this as entertaining as it could be. But the other fun thing about this book, too, is it, it doesn't waste time. Yeah. It, it, and, it, and that says a lot. There's a lot of books that they give you a lot of background. Like, the first part of this book where you kind of understand her, that's what it is. It's about understanding her, her father, her family, and what she's doing and why. And it's very straightforward and it's expressive. So it's not a, it's not wasting time getting background story or extra information that literally has nothing to do with anything that you're just kind of wading through, mm -hmm. um, trying to nitpick. It, every detail in the story has a part. The only one, I mean, like he, he plays an important role in, in a certain way, but don't get attached to the guy dressed as a horse in the first five pages of the book. He's nobody, except for That's true. I giving you a little insight into the character. Him being an actual yeah, person kind of, in the book. It's kind yeah. of weird that it starts out from his point of view when he really plays no point, but he gives you a little bit of insight into the main character. Right. Yeah. So he's not completely worthless, but don't expect him to be of any importance beyond that. No. He, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he ceases to exist really quick. Like, yeah. not that he dies, he just ceases to be 
Yeah, big importance. Yeah. yeah. And, and he plays sort of a foil to who comes later. Yeah. And, uh, and So he, he's not pointless altogether. No, but uh, honestly, nothing in the book is pointless altogether. No. Everything in the book has a purpose and plays a role in some fashion or another to the plotline or to who the character is. Um, and so it's, it's yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. I give it high props. Yeah, I, I don't know about stars. I would give it at least four out of five, if not five out of five. It's a good book. Yeah, it's a very good book. Very entertaining. Highly recommend it. Yes. So, um, well that is our first review. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how it looks after I edit it. <laughs> um, and hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully you go out and read the book because as we said it's a great book and everybody should go out and read it if you are even somewhat interested in horror, um, fantasy, gothic, burping, mm-hmm. sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, so I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you will come back for more um, videos. I'm planning on posting these on Fridays. We're going to record some more. So if in our next couple of videos we are dressed like this, that's because we don't live super close together and we don't want to end up in AA. True story. No. But we are getting the tequila for the next one. Yes. Yes, so. So hopefully it won't be too sloppy. Yeah. Hopefully you'll understand what we're saying in the next one. But yeah, um, so come back, follow us, uh, hit the like button on this video, hit the subscribe button if you want to see more of it, um, and yeah, and maybe we'll eventually make a Facebook page or something, yeah. or whatever. Figure um, this thing out one day. Yeah, there, we're just testing the waters right now, if there's something more you'd like to see, if there's something you'd like to see us review, let Polite, us know. Polite, constructive criticism is always welcome. Yes. If you just don't like us and want to say nasty things, figure out why you don't like yourself. <laughs> and move on. Yes, please do. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry you're in such a bad place. Don't bring it here. <laughs> There's therapy for that. Yes. So, yeah. So, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you in the next video where we'll be even more sloshed. Yes, but, oh, we'll be talking about Winona Earp, so if you're a fan of that, yes. which you should be, <laughs> just saying, in my humble opinion, watch it. Not um, that she's just given away the entire review of the... Um, there's more. I promise. Uh, hopefully. Maybe. Depends on how much tequila hits. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll Bye. see ya. Bye. Number four. So I brought two bottles. She thought I was joking about being able to drink a whole bottle to myself. He's the food. I will pause the video.